Welcome to Black Springs, broadcasting proudly on the Underdog Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean Ryan, and tonight we continue with Chapter 2 of Pray. Please, everybody, remember to hit the subscribe button. More subscriptions means more content and more contributors. And speaking of content, the graphic and suspenseful nature of the show might be too much for our younger and more sensitive crowd. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on episode one of Prey. Really, dinner, dinner was great. I, I gotta shake your hand. Quinn's words were slurring. Caleb had seen Quinn lose track of his drinking before. In fact, he'd seen it far too many times to count. Swaying from the effects of the moonshine, Quinn tried to walk towards Tim. With his hand extended in gratitude, Quinn passed out. He fell face forward onto the edge of the fire. Caleb's reflexes were a bit slow, but when Quinn didn't immediately get up, Caleb pounced into action. Quinn! He called out, rushing to his friend's assistance. Get him out! Samantha screamed. Tim sprang into action to help. Together, they pulled Quinn from the flames and rolled him onto his back. Caleb patted the embers away from Quinn's shirt. Other than a dark charcoal smudge on his face, Quinn didn't seem too worse for wear. You have any water? Caleb asked as he continued to survey Quinn's face to make sure he wasn't missing any embers or burns. There was no reply. Kneeling next to Quinn, Caleb looked up towards Tim and over to Samantha, who was still perched on her tree stump. They were silent. Water? Caleb asked again. What are you saying, buddy? Water, Caleb said louder. But as he said it, he noticed. He'd felt lucid, but he heard the slurring in his speech. That's when the ground began to move, and he found he was losing his balance. Caleb knew he hadn't had much to drink. He was confused, and the dizziness was becoming too much to bear. His head was spinning, trying to keep his eyes on Tim, who was standing just in front of him. He struggled to focus. I think... The woods seemed to be revolving around Caleb. I think I, I need some help. It was as if he was on a carnival ride. He struggled to focus on Tim, who was no more than an arm's length away. He reached out for assistance. Tim grinned from ear to ear. Oh, you definitely need help, boy. But you ain't getting none. Panic swelled. For a brief moment, Caleb felt as if he was floating. And then, everything faded to black. Pray, Chapter 2 Caleb dreamt. Floating through blackness, he was flying over a sea of fire. In a clearing hundreds of yards away, he spotted Quinn in the distance. He tried to call out to him, but his voice was that of a raven. All he could do was squawk. Caleb snapped into consciousness. His head spun. Caleb surveyed the camp and found himself in a nightmarish haze. The world around him was obscured by an ethereal fog, and he struggled to find his bearings. Quinn? Quinn, he called out. Tim? Samantha? Caleb became anxious. He sensed the evil surrounding him, a suffocating grip that immobilized his body. Desperation clawed at him, urging him to flee, but his limbs felt like lead, and his thoughts were clouded with confusion. Caleb hazily recalled his friend falling into the fire. Laying on his side, his head roared with pain. He surveyed the camp floor but couldn't see any signs of Tim or Samantha. As the fog cleared slightly, he was relieved to see Quinn standing from across the campfire. The relief was short-lived. Slowly coming into focus, he could see Quinn was indeed standing up, 
but his legs and torso were bound. Quinn's body limply pressed between a tall, thick tree and tight ropes. He was being held into place, trapped. The top of his head was also tightly bound. The desperation in Quinn's face was clear. Caleb felt a surge of blood course through his veins, but with it brought a burning, as though the moonshine had been directly injected into his bloodstream. Quinn's muffled cries filled the air, a desperate plea for escape. Caleb tried to call out to provide comfort or reassurance, but his voice remained trapped within him, a muffling through the confines of his gag. Caleb would spring up quickly and rush to untie his friend, only that's what his brain was telling him to do. His body simply would not comply. As Caleb's gaze wandered through the shadowed woods, his attention was drawn to the nearby tent. Strange and unsettling noises emanated from within, sending a shiver down his spine. The sounds echoed with a sickening concoction of pleasurous moans, screams, laughter, and guttural growls, forming a grotesque symphony that reverberated through the trees. Fear gripped Caleb's heart as his mind raced with dreadful possibilities. What the hell was happening in that tent? What vile entity lurked there, tormenting them in their helpless state? The mere thought sent a surge of terror coursing through his paralyzed body. Then the sounds halted. Tim emerged from the tent. A wicked grin crept across his face as he locked eyes with Caleb and then Quinn, reveling in their fear and helplessness. Tim's eyes gleamed with twisted delight, his voice dripping with sadistic pleasure. Wakey, wakey, little buddies, he sneered, his laughter carrying through the night. Who's up for a little playtime? From the depths of the tent, Samantha emerged, her eyes burning with feral hunger. Her slender frame seemed to fade in and out, as if she were a specter summoned from the darkest corners of the forest. She was nude, except for the skin of a deer draped around her back. Trails of blood from the freshly removed hide dripped past her breasts, down her torso, and into her navel. Caleb glanced at Quinn. Quinn glanced at Caleb. Still tied to the tree, and their situation dire, Quinn raised his eyebrows at Caleb, as if to say, I told you she was hot. Unbelievable, Caleb thought to himself. Paralyzed on the ground, immobile, he returned his glance to Samantha. She raised the skull of their buck by its antlers, and placed it on the crown of her head. Adorned with the grotesque skull, her eyes glowed with an unholy fervor. One of the deer's eyes was glowing red, as if reflected in the light of the fire. Caleb couldn't help but wonder about its significance. It had to be deliberate, as with the rest of her wardrobe. Completely nude, aside from buckskin and skull, a wicked grin twisted Samantha's face as she moved towards the center of the clearing where a flickering fire danced with anticipation. From the bed of the forest floor, Caleb moved his eyes from Samantha to Tim and once again locked his eyes with Quinn, who was no more than 15 feet away. The novelty of Samantha's clothing, or lack thereof, had faded. Quinn was mumbling against his gag. He was beckoning Caleb. He can't move. He can't save you, Tim said flatly as he gestured toward Caleb. Surveying the scene from his place on the floor of the woods, Caleb watched with sadness as the gravity of the situation fully set in. Quinn fell quiet. No one can save you now. Staring at his friend, Caleb tried to move. He tried to coax his arm forward. He tried wiggling his fingers or toes. Nothing. All he could do was blink. And he saw, 
With sadness, Quinn's expression turned somber. Tim and Samantha approached Caleb and Quinn, circling their campfire like predators closing in on their prey. Caleb's heart pounded within his chest, his body racked with terror and despair. Though his physical form remained immobile, his mind screamed in protest, aching to break free of the paralysis that held him within its grip. Samantha removed the deer skull from her head and reached her hand into one of its eye sockets. She proceeded to remove a glowing red eye, or rather, an amulet. She waved it around, a part of her sadistic and sultry dance. In the distance, a raven cried. It was enough to break Samantha's concentration. She stumbled, ever so briefly, and let out a yelp. Samantha's eyes widened with shock as the amulet slipped from her grasp, and a wave of luminous energy radiated from it, pushing back the encroaching darkness. The forest trembled, as if recoiling in the face of this newfound light. Tim grabbed the amulet from the air, grinning smugly as if he planned this down to the moment. Samantha snatched the amulet back and kissed him passionately, and then began speaking in tongues. With a haunting chant that reverberated through the air, the woman's voice took an otherworldly quality as if they were possessed. The words flowed in a language unknown to Caleb and Quinn, but the vile nature embedded within them sent shivers down their spines. It was a dark invocation, summoning forces from beyond human comprehension. As the incantation reached its crescendo, the ground beneath Caleb and Quinn began to churn and writhe. From his spot, paralyzed on the forest floor, Caleb had a front row seat. From the depths of the earth, thousands upon thousands of spiders emerged, their glossy and hairy bodies reflecting the fire's eerie glow. They scuttled across the forest floor, their numbers growing with every passing moment, their pinchers closing in menacingly. It was as if a dam had broken, but instead of waves of water, black, gray, and brown furry bodies scampered forward on a sea of legs. Horror and revulsion coursed through Caleb. He tried to move. He begged his body to obey, but still, Caleb lay motionless. Stuck on the ground, Caleb surveyed as the wave of spiders converged, their countless legs a macabre symphony on the forest floor. Their silken threads wove a tapestry of despair, ensnaring him. Caleb's breaths became deep and sharp. Hopeless, helpless, immobile, the spiders crawled all over his body. Every inch was covered. As the spiders climbed under his shirt and up his pant legs, Caleb did everything he could to take his mind off the horror. Many of the spiders were small. It felt as if they would jump from one hair on his arm to the other. Then he felt two large legs latch onto the back of his shirt. The hair on the back of his neck stood up. Then he felt two more legs. The weight of these legs was like nothing he'd ever experienced. Chills ran through his body. He could feel the warmth of his blood coursing through his veins. Was it a spider? He felt the slight prickling of the fifth and sixth legs anchor themselves onto his shirt, and finally, sickeningly, the last two legs grabbed at him from behind. The weight of the large arachnid pulled the front of Caleb's shirt tight around his neck. Slowly it advanced. The sea of smaller spiders continued to ebb and flow over Caleb's body, but all he could sense was the giant on his back. It continued its advance from his lower back towards Caleb's shoulder blades. 
each leg stepping an inch at a time, advancing closer and closer past his shoulders and then onto the naked skin of Caleb's neck. Caleb closed his eyes tightly. Terrified, all he wanted to do was leap to his feet and slap the giant spider off his back and neck. He wanted to knock it to the floor and smash it under his hiking boots, but he couldn't. He closed his eyes tighter, but it made no difference. He remained helpless. The spider crawled towards his head, four more steps passing over his ear. He could feel the weight of its body against his temple. The spider continued its march on the side of Caleb's face. He could feel each hair of the spider's abdomen as it passed through and continued over his eye, resting on his forehead. And then, the pain. A searing jolt just above Caleb's eyebrow shot through him like a bolt of lightning. The spider had bitten. Caleb tried to scream but could only exhale loudly. A muted squeak escaped from his dormant vocal cords. He opened his eyes. Between the spider's large legs, Caleb could see the horror in Quinn's eyes. In the terror, Caleb had forgotten. He was no fan of spiders. Who was? But Quinn's fear was better described as phobia. It was so bad that as kids, they would skip houses with spider decorations on Halloween. He had no tolerance for the creatures whatsoever. Caleb could see his friend's face was red. He could see veins bulging in Quinn's forehead. It was as if he was screaming at the top of his lungs, yet his mouth was not moving. No sound was escaping. Instead, Caleb heard Samantha. In the horrors unfolding in the campsite, he'd almost forgotten the source of the evil. Samantha continued her chant. The words were not any that Caleb had ever heard before, yet he could easily feel their vile intent. As if under command, the spiders climbed, relentless and unyielding, now covering every inch of Caleb's as well as Quinn's bodies. Still laying amongst the needles and leaves on the forest floor, spiders scurried across his skin, their tiny legs sending waves of terror rippling through his soul. They invaded every orifice, crawling into Caleb's mouth, nostrils, and ears, as if seeking to claim every crevice of his being. The spider's fury seemed to intensify. They scuttled faster, their movements more synchronized, their intent to overwhelm Caleb and Quinn undeterred. The air thickened with the stench of fear, the weight of thousands of spiders pressing upon them. Every so often, the mound of spiders would relent, allowing Caleb to draw a complete breath into his nose or catch a glimpse of his surroundings. Then, at last, Samantha's chant abated. Most of the spiders slowly began to scuttle away towards the woods. Step by step, Tim calmly walked toward Caleb and laid down just in front of him. He reached over, picking up the large spider, which was still perched on Caleb's head. With his thumb, he rubbed Caleb's brow where the spider had bitten. Hmm, well, that's gonna swell, my friend, Tim said in a sneer. Caleb surveyed Tim as he slowly walked towards Quinn. To Caleb's surprise, a large spider had also come to rest on top of his friend's head. Tim noticed the look of relief as he removed the large spider with his other hand. You're not out of the woods yet, Quinn, he said. And he cackled wickedly, now holding a massive spider in each hand. Samantha held out her hands, and Tim approached the fire, offering 16 legs worth of tribute. To Caleb's shock, 
He watched Samantha bite the head off the first spider. She spat it into the pot, tossing the decapitated body to the side. Caleb could hear the hiss of the pot, like a steam valve releasing pressure. She bit the head off the second spider and repeated the process. At this point, black smoke bellowed from the pot, and though Caleb couldn't crane his neck from the floor of the forest, the smoke rose as far as he could see. Hell yeah! It's working! He heard Tim call out in delight. Caleb knew that whatever was happening, their night was far from over. Prey will be continued in Chapter 3. Please remember to subscribe and comment on the podcast, and we'll catch you next week.